understand it's out on the web, okay? All right, all right, all right. So tell me, Monty, and we didn't talk about this in the green room before this interview. What do you know about Alexa flash briefings? There's only 5,000 out there now. Right now, it is such a baby on the cutting edge thing that you have to basically upload your two minute brief almost every day. So I've created a piece of software that will allow you to batch process these things. And like you can batch process them over 60 days or whatever, because that's the only way you can get these things done. Go to Smart Speaker Hub. There'll be a webinar, launching a webinar next week. Anyway, I will take care of all of your Alexa needs, smart flash briefing needs by going to Smart Speaker Hub. But I'm telling you guys, this is the hottest thing, especially for those who have podcasts. Monty, I wanna hear your Alexa flash briefing. Welcome to the Your Genius Zone podcast. Today I have one of my favorite online celebrities. Her name is One Click Lindsay. I'm calling her One Click Lindsay because that's how you identify her online at oneclicklindsay.com. And you can find out how to get more sales leads. You can find out how to rank on Google. You can find 50 top Instagram marketing tools to skyrocket your Instagram marketing. But one of the things that I was able to be a part of most recently is an amazing service she does, I think once or twice a year, I think she said, which is her marketing funnel, which really helps people kind of get their business back to their website to be able to create an irresistible offer that gets folks um, on an email list that then allows you, if you're an entrepreneur listening to this, to be able to say, hey, I have a product and I'm sharing it on a semi-regular basis and then really starting to see some of that funnel begin to work its way into cha-ching, transaction. Dollars. Dollars, 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 dollars. (laughs) So I just want to thank you for being here, One Click Lindsay. Oh, Monty, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm super excited. You are just a breath of fresh air. Oh, good. I like to hear that because (laughs) I really like your podcast. Tell us a little bit about your podcast and what people will uh, can expect to get when they listen to you. Okay, well, I, you know, Monty, maybe you don't know this about me, but I have more than one podcast. But I think the one you're referring to <laughs> is the Traffic and Leads podcast, which you Correct. can find out more at trafficandleadspodcast.com. And every single week on Monday, I release a new episode where I'm interviewing digital marketing experts. So we cover everything from SEO to pay-per-click to Facebook ads. Sometimes I do solo episodes. And yeah, it's just digital marketing amazingness. That's what it is. It is. And it really is because you can get the best, let's say most uh, on the frontier of digital marketing and getting leads. And I think that's a really big thing for every business. Um, but obviously when you hear the name one click Lindsay, you realize that she has marketed herself in such a way that you know exactly what she's going to do for you. She's going to get people to get clicking and get your right. web page or your link or your podcast or your whatever it is in front of people so that they are able to um, digest what it is you are hoping to present to them as your business or as your entrepreneurial venture. So one click, Lindsay, tell us a little bit about your story. How did you get to a place where this became your priority? Oh, Monty, it's been a long journey, but I will try to sum it up for you because I have been doing this for 12 years in the digital marketing and web development space. Before that, I was an entrepreneur. I would, um, when I was little, 
I didn't want to babysit Monty. I wanted to run the babysitters club and farm out the girls to the different <laughs> places, right? Like you never want to do it. You just want to manage it. Um, and then next up, I was a manager over a swimming pool, which was like the best job ever because you're out in the sun and you're doing things. But there was a problem. The problem was that people would come in and sign up their kids for swimming lessons and they would be all this paperwork. And every Monday when the new kids would come in for swimming lessons, there was just paperwork explosion. And this is right when uh, the internet came out. So what did I do? I created a, a piece of software that would allow parents and swimming pools to organize these swimming lessons. And I sold it to pools all over southeastern Idaho. So that was my first venture. That one didn't actually end up doing so well because back then pools had so much humidity in their offices, many of them didn't have computers. And oh. so they were like, we don't need them. That's not the case now. But when I was first marketing this, that's why it didn't explode because they didn't have computers. But you were already thinking in a way that made it possible for you to market yourself to the max number of people and then get the most number of clients. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And so, so what was your first successful business, might I ask? I went to college for information systems so that I could learn how to program so I don't have to hire computer programmers to do all this crap for me. And I could figure, yeah, I could just do it myself without all that extra cost. And then I got a job. Uh, working for the, um, working at a nuclear waste facility out in the middle of southeastern Idaho as a software <laughs> tester. <laughs> Quick side note on the story. We're out there on the first day. I go to the drinking fountain and everyone's like, seriously, don't drink the water. Dead <laughs> <laughs> so that was a mind numbing job that you couldn't drink water at. So well, I just so you know, you guys can't see this because you're listening to a podcast, but she is glowing. <laughs> So it's possible there was something ingested there that- 100%. Yeah. That's the only reason why, you know, Idaho Falls is a lovely place, but it's pretty much the only reason why it exists because everyone works for the DOE. So then I started doing web development on the side because I was like mind-numbingly boring because you couldn't even like touch code without 10 signatures. And so then I started doing web development on the side. Um, my first gig was for the local- So this is a town of like 50,000. So I got the local jewelry store where all the kids would go get their rings. Everyone knew Jensen Jewelers, everybody. And they wanted me to do their website. And I was like, okay, this is amazing. And guess how much money I made from that? A penny an hour because it took a crap ton of time. I only charged them like $600 at the time. It was a full-fledged e-commerce website, but it was my first. And I realized how important, Monty, close that mouth. I'm sorry, that just <laughs> blows my mind that somebody got you to do all that for 600 bucks. Oh, this was like 12 years ago though. Oh. And don't be shocked because this is one of my pieces of advice is that you have to, in order to learn all this stuff, you're not gonna learn it. I'm a college graduate. I didn't learn how to do any of that in college. I needed the testimonial and I needed to get this done and I needed to figure it out. So I did. Did they at least give you a great testimonial? Yes, they did. I mean, I, I ended up, uh, I don't live there now, but at the time that we left, I ended up being, I mean, I was the web developer in town. I was the only one. Everyone was like, we need to compete with them. And they never could because I was willing to put the work in. And then I took over the entire, I mean, I was doing, I'd walk into chamber events and I knew, I mean, I'm the web developer. Wow. So, but I put in a crap ton of work. I did a ton of free stuff for the radio, local radio stations so that they would, I mean, you just got to do what you have to do. Yeah, you know? absolutely. But um, I mean, which, you know, which leads into another story of, so about three years ago, the hubs and I are sick of living in Idaho Falls. And so we want to move somewhere else. And we 
don't know where we want to move. And I just told the story at a conference I recently spoke at. I said, we threw a dart at a map and we ended up in Portland, Oregon. And someone cornered me. You didn't really throw a dart. Fine. We didn't throw a dart, but we literally created this spreadsheet, listed towns that sounded interesting. I had never even visited Portland before. And we said, weather, family, things to do. And we just like, kind of gave them number values and here we are because I was able to build this business and move wherever I wanted and we decided to come to Portland, Oregon. And you've built the business and your husband is sort of your your lackey, right? I mean, he's your right <laughs> hand man. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, he is. Um, what people don't know is that just before we started this interview, she said, hold on a second, are we, are we gonna go for an hour here? Because I'm gonna go tell my husband to look after the kids and keep them out of this room. <laughs> yep, ironically, Ian, he is not, he is not a, he hates marketing. I can be like, what do you think about this Facebook ad? Like, this is Facebook ad gold. Like, I'm reading this text and I'm like crying because I was able to really get into the emotion of this person. Don't you think this is amazing? And he's like, no, it sounds like a sales pitch. And it's just like, he just hates marketing, <laughs> but he's a hardcore programmer. He handles like all of the hardcore programming. So he can go in his corner and I can slide him pizza under the door and it's all just fine. Wow. I don't need him to do that. Batman and Robin. That's, and that's how it works. And program. That's all I need. Yep. <laughs> so you're absolutely right why I'm called that. But fast forward a few years, we quit our job at the DOE and we decide to hang our shingle and we make all of the mistakes that small business owners mistake. We buy business cards and a fancy office and hire really expensive employees and it's horrible, right? Because we have all this money. Eventually, I'm pregnant with my daughter, um, my first child. I'm six months pregnant. And the IRS is like, where's that $100,000 you owe us? And they came and sit at our conference table just because we couldn't pay our taxes. We got, we worked through that. Like I said, it's been a long journey. We are, I'm finally like, for the last few years, we were like on a great trajectory, but we have learned our lessons. But when we finally moved into that office, there was a chiropractor that was also in the office building. We both ended up walking into work together at 8 a.m. every single day. Hey, doc. Hey, doc. How's it going? Okay, I need more traffic and leads, he said. I said, great. Here's the thing. Traffic and leads, it's a long-term game. It can take three to six months for us to really, you know, start making a difference for you. But unfortunately, he, every morning, hey, where's those traffic and leads? Where's those traffic and leads? Every single morning and every single morning, doc, I've just got to get them to make that one click. We've got to figure out how to make that one click. And I probably repeated myself a hundred times. Finally, made some adjustments. One morning, hallelujah, walked in. We had 20 leads. Bingo. And he said, well, if it isn't one click Lindsay. And you know what? That's exactly what one click Lindsay does. She's a phenomenal traffic and lead specialist. But you've also obviously got an entrepreneurial spirit because you're not afraid of taking on anything. If it's programming, if it's uh, uh, nuclear waste, I guess. I mean, why not? <laughs> right? Who, who, That's right. That's who right. doesn't want to do that? Yeah, I figured out how to pay $100,000 back to the IRS. <laughs> I just had to figure it out. Right? There is a part of you that's a little bit, uh, what's the word, wild? I mean, not really like afraid of any challenge that's going to come your way because you're kind of like, I'll figure it out. Oh, do we have a choice? Did I have a choice if I was going to pay back that $100,000? At the same time, Monty, I, it was 2008 when that went down and I had built a spec house um, that was twice as nice as my current house that I was planning on flipping and selling, but the entire market crashed. So suddenly oh. I was also sitting on 
a $400,000 house that I couldn't get rid of. Oh. And uh, yeah, and yeah, that's a long story, but. <laughs> well, here's the thing. We don't have to get into the story, but here's yeah. what I wanted to know. Were those experiences foundational in shaping your fearlessness or were they just a bump in the road because you already had that? No, I was extreme, uh, extremely fearful. Yes, those definitely were foundational points of my life that really helped me get to where I am. You're absolutely right. And when you call me fearless, I am not fearless right now. I have a lot of mindset crap going on just like everybody else, 100%. So yeah, though, looking back at those, it's like, yeah, if we can get through that, we can get through anything. But I mean, this mindset stuff, that's, that's truly the only thing that is separating anyone from being truly successful. Like you can learn all the skills. It's the mindset. That's the problem. Wow. So, okay, let's let's go there for a second. We're talking about mindset, uh, but we're really talking about drift, right? Your your propensity and my propensity and everybody's propensity to say, oh, I'm really excited about something. And then we're a little less excited over time. And all of a sudden, we're kind of like, was I really ever excited about that? I thought it was a good idea, but I didn't realize it was going to take so much work to make happen. And so there is a space between the dream and the a big fat space and that big fat space is usually what keeps people out of the entrepreneurship space yes so what is it and how did you learn to press through that space because uh folks listening Lindsay's on the internet constantly she's got a podcast (laughs) once a day she's got a facebook group once a week she's got a quote here and a instagram there and a twitter here and there and it seems as though you're all things to every digital marketing want, which is actually a very powerful message, which means you've learned to automate some things because you've got a life too. Yep. So tell us, how did you learn to press through that space of, I'm not going to be able to do all things, but I have to be present and I have to show up and I have to press through until I'm able to do the thing that I do best in a way that makes um, the message clear to everybody. I think you're asking me why, Lindsay, why? And January 1st, when you go to the gym, is it completely packed? And then by February, you only have five people in the gym. What's so special about those five people? And the answer is that I just really, really want to reach them. And honestly, sometimes my fear of not reaching those goals is more powerful than the work that's going to go into not reaching them. I would much rather get through life and know that I had tried my hardest and did my very best than living with regret. I love that answer. And so when you define your goals, are they number goals? Are they, I want to make this much money? What are your goals usually rooted in? I take a lot of Mondays and Fridays off and I uh, definitely my goals are revolving around my kids first and foremost. So that's, I know that's a pat and super lame answer, but that's why we we do what we do so we can- have the freedom to spend time with the kids. Like today, right after this podcast, I got to go head over to Harvest Fest planning because I'm in charge of all of Harvest Fest at the school, you know, and like that is the number one. So if I don't have a lifestyle that will allow me to go to the beach house every weekend with the kids and help them in school and do everything, then that goal is not being met. Then secondarily is financial goals. Hell yes. Why not? Can I say that on this podcast? I think so. Yeah. I'm in business to make money. I'm in business to make a difference for people and to get and like to make connections and to affect yeah. people. So th- that's what wakes you up in the morning, your kids and making a living for your family. Yes. Oh, great. Now, and seeing if I can set goals. Like right now I have a goal and just like 
as you internally um, achieve goals, you get satisfaction from achieving your goals. So right now, Monty brought up my private Facebook group. It's free. You go to theclicktechnique.com. I made a goal earlier this month. It's only the fourth that I'm going to go live every single day for 30 or for 15 minutes in my Facebook group at eight o'clock in the morning. So I'm on day four. My goal is to have a hundred people on by the 31st. Okay. So every day, a few more people get on, they get the schedule, they're understanding. I think today I had about 20 on, which is pretty good for a Facebook live. Sure. You get a lot of replays, but I want a hundred people there live on the 31st. So check in with me. But once I reach that goal, it's like, I don't know. You just get, you feel good when you reach goals. Absolutely you do. And do you find that your success comes from that goal setting or does it come simply because of the momentum that's been built up over numbers of goals over the years? Um, it's a mixture of both because you really have to get, get going. You have to find some traction somewhere. And so that would be coming from many goals. And really my secret for achieving any goal, anything that I've ever done, and you said you feel like I'm all over the plate, like I'm everywhere and I can do a lot of things, but that I, I thank for time blocking. So I don't know if you've talked about it on the podcast, but essentially you go to your calendar and you time block from eight to nine, I'm going to write this book or whatever. And you have to respect those time blocks as much as you would respect your most important income heavy client. Like you just have to respect them. And that's the only, that's the only way I can achieve my goals versus spending time on Reddit or whatever. So mindset for you is about time blocking and it is very much about boundaries and keeping those boundaries so that 100%. you know you're on course. Do you think I feel like going live at eight o'clock every single morning for the entire month? No, I don't. Yeah. You know, I'm a girl. I have to get up. I have to put lipstick on. Keeps Monty Duncan. I do. But guess what? I'm going to do it. I put it in the calendar and I've made a commitment to myself. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> I mean, maybe well, wear lipstick. I don't know. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, it's possible. I mean, you know, if, if my daughter's putting it on me, you just have to let it happen, right? I mean, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you got to be the, the world's best dad. If, you, if, you, if you're called to it, you do it. That's right. So, That's right. Uh, yes, I will wear some lipstick. People listening now know. And thank you for exposing <laughs> that to the world. Um, all right. So, so goals are both setting, you know, future goals and the accumulation of the momentum of past goals that you hit. You succeeded yes. in, yes. in doing. Now, some people would say, okay, well, listen, you know, 100 people, that's not that many people. That's not worth going on at 8 o'clock every morning for. Can I what? clarify that? Okay. Yeah. So when you do a Facebook Live, there's a stat called views. Like if you do a Facebook Live, maybe three or four people will pop on. Um, if you do it unscheduled, for, this is for most people that don't have a huge following. Um, and yeah, you can go and get four or 500 views, depending on how many fans you have organically. I am talking about, I want 100 people to meet me live watching me at eight o'clock, like they know I'm on at eight and they're coming. So if you don't think that's a huge deal, then do you think it's a big deal if I were to get up at a conference and speak to a hundred people? Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, I think it is. And what I guess I was hinting towards and getting a little bit more insight from you about is when we're talking about sales, a lot of people say, oh, I only had 30 people view this post mm -hmm. or I only had 10 people view this post. Why should we think of it less like that and more like, 10 people saw this. Yes. Post. Thank you. I'm glad that you brought that up. So that is so important, especially when it comes to like social media marketing and, and this whole digital marketing, because it really is all about relationships. So as I said, I've been going live for the last four days. 
I've already had three meetings from people who have watched me just from those that are probably going to turn into sales. So first of all, even a small group of people that want to listen to you and want to hear from you, they can absolutely turn into sales. Number two, and I can't remember what guru said this, it's not me, but that you, if you have a thousand people on your email list that open your emails, that follow you around, that love and adore you, that are your tribe and a thousand people isn't that many, right? Um, then you can make a very, very good living off of that. And I 100% agree. So the way that I approach social media, and this is something that's relatively new for me in the last three years, numbers are for vanity, right? Like who cares? But you know, you always care. But literally in the last three years, I've literally been trying to adopt one more person who likes me, one more person to get to know me. And it just starts building. And that and that is where I have found true power in social media is literally making relationships. So you came to me through one of my challenges and we got to know each other. And there's been so many people that have come to me the same way and they follow me around and it's amazing. They're wonderful. I love to help them. I love to hear their success stories. Yeah, it. and it is true. I found her through a challenge she put up on her Facebook page for uh, a free five-day course that she was teaching us all how to build our funnel build a email list that allowed us, like she said, to hopefully one day have a thousand people who are interested in what we're doing so that when we have a product, we can send it out on email and people say, eh, delete most of the time. But those yes. three people come across and they go, you know, that really is what, what I need. And yes. all of a sudden you have three clients that you didn't have the morning before. Now yes. I just saw this work one click Lindsay uh, for a client of mine. I have oh. a, a client who owns a gym and has been going through that post summer lull where people are getting back to school and there's just not a lot of business coming into the gym. And so yeah. we had to create this irresistible offer Hint, hint, that's something that one click Lindsay <laughs> teaches you how to do. And then we had to drive it back to our our landing page and this kind of thing, this kind of thing. Well, guess what has just happened Tell in me. this gym? We Tell have me. generated $2,800 in the last week. And I, I wouldn't believe it, except I'm saying it out loud and it's true, that really what happened there was a steady stream of communication through that funnel in all forms of the social media back to that landing page where they could click one click, right? Dang, and nice work. I bet your customer is super there. But the yes. offers were always there. That's the thing is that I think there are a lot of people out there, one click Lindsay, and now we're going to kind of move into a little promo, promo, promo. <laughs> promo alert. Hello, <laughs> hello. But, but seriously, this is why I want people to know about you because uh, it is really fascinating to me in the digital space that it's still very new. Now, you've been doing this for 12 years, so I don't mean it's new to you, but to most folks who are considering listening to a podcast right now, where 10 years ago they thought podcasts would go out of style, it is a um, sort of like, well, I don't want to get back into that space because it's already flooded. But the actual reality is it's not even close to what it's going to be. Amen. And what is happening is that folks are realizing the power of one-to-one. And they're realizing that all of these tools are free and all of these tools are giving us the ability to connect to each other at free will. As long yeah. as we put in the understanding of how to build that funnel, how to get social media things going to the same place. And so if you're listening to this, 
I want you to understand that after one week training with One Click Lindsay, I was able to help my client and that was a free training. And so that is how valuable what she does is and she does this for much bigger clients. Keep in mind, I am not the client yet, but I am <laughs> a person who's benefited from the advice that she gives freely. She just gives it away. It's crazy. I can't believe it. But here's the thing. You are an entrepreneur who has a gift, a product, a something, and you need to digitalize it. So tell us a little bit more about why that's so important. It's amazing. Let me start out this with a, with a little story. Can I, can I bag on my father-in-law for a second? <laughs> I love him. His name is Larry, my father-in-law, and he has been a tennis pro for a very long time. Like he can coach anyone in tennis and they'll go off and get scholarships for college or, or play for the Razors or whatever. Like he's really good. He is well known for this, but we don't want them to live in Missouri anymore. We want them to come to, to Portland so that they can be part of our family and we really love each other. So we want them here. And so over the past five years at Christmas, hey, Larry, you should really write an ebook. We'll build your list. You can create a digital product about how to um, basically as a tennis pro, um, get a whole bunch of people to pay you to be a tennis pro because that's what he does. Come on, Larry, just write me an ebook and I'll do the rest. I'll do the rest. And five years have come and gone. Disneyland trips have come and gone. And every time Larry said, I will get you that ebook. And it's like, okay, he's not getting me that ebook. So last Christmas, Larry, where's the ebook so you guys can move out here? I can make, you know, make you some money. He goes, well, you know, he basically said, yeah, it would be nice to make a few hundred dollars off that. And I was like, is this where the lack of communication was? You think I want you to make a few hundred dollars digital, digital marketing? We're talking thousands and thousands of dollars, more money than you make right now when we implement this and actually put your ideas into practice, digitize it, and sell your product. So if you only thought I was doing this so you could buy an extra pizza, I'm sorry. Give me the freaking ebook. We're talking thousands and thousands of dollars. And finally, and this is not a lie, literally two days ago he got me this ebook because apparently I'm like finally getting through to him. But the world is endless. Digital marketing is endless. You guys can sell like whatever product that you have. I have a client, one of my most interesting clients is she her target market are recently divorced women who have small children between the ages of 30 and 40. And she is out there to help them. She has a product that will help them through these challenges of being a single mom recently divorced. I don't care what your niche is. And even the more niche it is, the even better it is. But the possibilities are endless and digital marketing 100% works. Okay. So give us a little bit of a peek behind the curtain and, and then folks who are listening, if you want to know more, you've got to follow up on this stuff because everything that you're doing, even though you might not think it could possibly be digitalized because it's a physical thing, or maybe it's something you do and you need to be there in person with them. Well, guess what we're doing right now? We're not in person. She's in Oregon. I'm in Missouri. By the way, I'm in Missouri with your father-in-law, Larry. Yeah, you guys uh, need to get out of there. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Are you in Springfield? I'm not in Springfield, oh, okay. but is it Larry Hogness? Yes. Do you know Yes. Him? I just looked him up real quick. Oh, and yeah. He's an elite professional tennis player. I told you. Uh, I know. <laughs> Crazy. But what I want people listening to understand is even if you are doing something like a one-to-one -one coaching or a one-to-one -one teaching or a one-to-one -one, uh, 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 law consultation, okay? These are the kinds of things now that you can put 
right into a video, yes. right into a chat, right onto a phone call, right onto a website where you are now not just being able to brick and mortar your business here in St. Louis or there in Oregon, but you're able to do this online. So one click, Lindsay, take us through just the very early process of thinking. So folks who are maybe a uh, entrepreneur who have, you know, not gone through this process yet might understand how it begins. If we take Larry, for example, he knows he's really good at tennis and he knows the ins and outs and he knows how to basically build a following. Uh, if he moves anywhere, he can get people to come to him for tennis lessons. That is a skill and that is a quality that people are willing to pay him to do because there's how many tennis professionals in the United States. So my point, I guess, is what I would say is consider your life, consider what your skills are, what are you really good at, what have you achieved, even if as they say, well, anyone can do that. But really, you have to look at it from the outside and step away and say, if somebody had zero knowledge, like I would have no idea how to do what Larry does, right? So you have to say, can't if I can teach that to somebody and it's worth something, then you can make an info product out of it. Absolutely. Because there's people out there that want to do it, whatever it is. Did you know I wrote a book, Monty? It's called ah, The Click Technique. Tell me about <laughs> you it. Know that? Oh, God. <laughs> Are you serious? No, I didn't know. <laughs> I must be a real crappy marketer. Okay. This is my book. It's called, it's called The Click the Technique. Click. Yep, it's called The Click Technique. You guys can find out more at theclicktechniquebook.com. It is a bestseller in at least three categories on Amazon for the past two months. And this is what Monty's asked me to do. Well, how do I market my product? And you do it through The Click Technique. And the reason why I wrote this book and why I developed this technique is because um, in the world of digital marketing, you're on Facebook and you see a guy who says YouTube ads are the answer or this gal over here that says Pinterest ads are the answer and eventually entrepreneurs get really overwhelmed and they're not really sure what direction to go, how often to post on social media, how much money do I put in Facebook, what do I do? So I built, so I created the click technique which gives you a strong online marketing foundation. It tells you exactly what to do, how much to invest and the very bare minimum of what you need to do in order to be successful online. Now, before you go to the bank, Monty, this book isn't going to tell you how to do, you know, a seven-figure launch or anything, none of this stuff that you hear about online, which is ab absolutely can happen. All these people that have seven-figure launches and can, like, write an email and make $10,000, um, they have a strong online marketing foundation, which is what I outlined in this book. So let's go through the steps. The first is the first C. So the word click stands for something, obviously. Um, C is for you have to create um, curiosity. This has to do with search engines, this has to do with social media, anything. You have to create at least once a week a piece of curiosity inducing content, okay? And it has to, like I don't care if you're a podcaster or a Facebook liver or a blogger, whatever the case may be, dedicate to yourself that once a week you're gonna create a piece of curiosity inducing content. Easy enough, right? Yeah. Okay. Next is the L in the click technique for land. I'm not talking about landing pages. I'm talking about this piece of curiosity inducing content. Someone's on Google and will click on a link or on social media and will click on a link and they will end up a website. When they get to a website, this website has to have a few things. So get your pen out. Number one. Yeah. Thank you, Monty. Number one, you have to have a Facebook pixel installed. Uh, we can go over all the tech parts of these, but I don't know if there's time in this interview. Go read the book. Facebook Pixel, Google Analytics, these are all free, okay? Uh, mobile friendly, 
Um, and in this day and age of Wix and Squarespace and all that, there is not a reason why your website should not be mobile friendly and should actually look like it's from this year. So no dated websites, has to look good, has to be sexy, okay? And finally, speed. Website has to be fast. Google says it has to be fast and any website visitors says it has to be fast. How do you That's make a website fast? How do you make a website fast? Yeah. Ooh. Is that, too, um, is that too broad of a question? That's too broad. However, okay. go to Google, type in Pingdom Tools, P-I-N-G-D-O-M-T-O-O-L-S, Pingdom Tools. You can put your URL in there and Pingdom Tools will spit out what's wrong with your website, how your website compares to every other website out there and gives you a grade on it. Cool. Must be mobile, must be fast, must be mobile friendly. Okay, must so we got curiosity, landing, sort of land. landing page. It's not really landing page, but it's L. Just land, land. land. Got it. Stop adding an I-N-G, Monty. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I is for irresistible offer, which we talked about. So I know what you're gonna say. Email marketing is dead, it doesn't work, blah, 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 wah, wah, wah. Guess what, it's not dead. Email marketing absolutely works, it's super valuable. And so we have to beg, borrow, plead, give away our grandmother's favorite cookie recipe, whatever it takes to get these people's email address. And we or do that. Or your grandmother's, whichever. I mean, it doesn't whatever. matter. If you don't like your grandma, <laughs> especially then, you know. Just do it. No. Or if, or if, you know, she's gone on to the other side, but go ahead and do it. <laughs> Here is the urn. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Grandma, is this cool? <laughs> um, irresistible offer. So this is uh, a PDF or a video series or something, but it has to be of true value. Literally, someone cannot go to Google. Like, it can't be top 10 social media tips because I can go to Google and I can find 800 has to be, this is why I did this challenge. I will teach you how to build your funnel in five days. You can't find that on Google. It's very valuable. Monty, I suckered Monty in and get, he gave me his email address. She you know? Did. She did. Sucker. And I'm <laughs> so I, Irresistible offer. Okay, right. When you come to the website, you got to give them that irresistible offer. The next C is cultivate. So when people come to your website, um, chances are they're not going to be ready to do business with you. And so you have to cultivate the relationship through email marketing. So you're emailing them and I know what you're going to say. Well, I don't know what to email them. And in the click technique I cover, you have to email them at least once a week. Well, what do I email them once a week? I don't know what to say. And I'll tell you what to say. You say whatever your piece of curiosity inducing content is. You say, hey, did you see this video I created today? Well, there you go. Enjoy. Of course, you're going to flesh it out. But at a minimum, I've given you something to say to your list at least once a week. What you don't do is get their email address and then never email them again until you're ready to sell them something. That is not how digital marketing works. So you got to keep them warm. Keep them warm by emailing them at least once a week. Lots of massage. Lots of shoulders. Get those shoulders yeah. warm. Just, okay. Yeah, just, just need those shoulders. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, we're getting there. So what is the K? What don't, is you the know. don't you want to know? Don't you want to know? I do. I want to know. <laughs> The K is for keep going, which we kind of talked about at the beginning. Yeah. This is what determines what works, uh, those who succeed in digital marketing and those who do not are those who keep going. If you follow the click technique, this is probably what's going to happen. This is what happens with most clients. They follow the click technique. The first two weeks, they probably get one or two people interested coming in, wanting a sales call, and then it falls dead for maybe three or four or five weeks, but they keep going, they keep doing it, they keep going, and then things start picking up. And as they roll into the five, six, seven month mark, 
they have started to create a following. They have started to create traffic and leads for their small business. Now, this whole thing can be sped up if you want to put some money behind it, but this is how to generate a organic following minimum $5 a day on Facebook. Wow. Okay. I am loving everything you're saying. I think this click technique is phenomenal. Um, obviously everything that you have online, let's just go through real quick that the traffic and leads podcast. The other is a website called oneclicklindsay.com and there you will find a whole lot of resources. I mean, more resources than you really can even wade through at once, but it should be like a, a, uh, bit, you know, what do they call it? Bookmark on your, on your, uh, browser because it is that good. There's so much good stuff there. Uh, but you can also directly from that website order the new book, The Click Technique, which also has a website, theclicktechnique.com. Am I right? Yes. Okay. So, so have we promoted everything or there's still more, isn't there? Uh, well, I think the most important thing, if I may, Go <laughs> since ahead. we're plugging things. <laughs> Many small business owners who come to me, they are not quite ready to go all in on hiring a digital marketing strategist or agency like myself for trafficandleads.com. So I've created a program that will help these small business owners do it for themselves. For those who are bootstrapping, here's the problem is you get into digital marketing and you have questions. Why aren't my Facebook ads working? Why is this MailChimp thing giving me this error? I hate Infusionsoft whatever the case may be. So I created a membership program called, and you can see it at trafficandleadsmembership.com. I open and close the doors quite a bit. So hopefully you guys can get in, but it's $97 a month. And for that, you get um, hot seats with me. You get all of my trainings. You get my private Facebook group where my entire staff is in there answering all of your questions. We'll get on, um, we'll get on Zoom with you and answer your questions. So here's the thing, for $97, when you could just go to us and we'll fix it in 30 seconds. Just that alone is worth it. But not only that, I hold your hand through so many other things. That's $97, trafficandleadsmembership.com. Okay, so it's very much um, wired for those folks who want to have somebody sort of like be a tech support for them as they implement stuff that you're giving them to do. You're telling yes. them, hey, go do this, go do this, go do this. And when you hit a snag, not only do you have me in your back pocket, but sometimes I'll even fix it. Oh, yeah. Yes, 100%. 100% cool. That is awesome. Okay, so those are the things we're promoting today. And that, by the way, is trafficandleadsmembership.com. Wow. That is amazing. So the content you create is very much just, you know, decidedly curiosity invoking for people to get back to any number of businesses that are already automated so that business gets from, from you, the mouthpiece to you, the automated processes behind the scenes, 10 people that you're employing uh, and a, a beloved sidekick named Robin. <laughs> yeah. Whose, whose father is Larry who plays <laughs> Dennis That's right. Missouri. Whoa, you guys know so much about me now. <laughs> this is how big of a deal I am. I'm getting celebrities now and they're sharing <laughs> things they've never shared anywhere else before. In fact, folks, I just I really feel like you should probably go on, you know, Patreon or wherever it is and just give me lots of money because this stuff is good. <laughs> this is it's good. Right. And Monty is great. Don't you guys love him? <laughs> I mean, I'm on like a hundred podcasts a year and Monty is my favorite. Oh, Straight up. hey. I've never said this before. Wow. I've never and, said this before. And I got to tell you something. These have got to have been the worst questions ever asked. At any <laughs> podcast. You have been the best guest. I think that's strictly because of One Click Lindsay. So One Click Lindsay is about to share with us something. I think I might lead the podcast with this. 
go ahead and give us a little drum roll. What is it that we're going to learn that is on the frontier, the cutting edge, the oh, forefront of digital marketing? Are you ready? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. So I just shared this. Okay, I shared this one other time. You're my second time. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I was speaking at a live conference, and I had to give him my best stuff, Monty. <laughs> there was like only 60 people in the room. I know, you know, this is the first time it's out on the web, okay? All right, all right, all right. So tell me, Monty, and we didn't talk about this in the green room before this interview. What do you know about Alexa flash briefings? I know you're a podcaster. I am. I know that Alexa is sort of the future, right? So we're going to be doing a lot more of our searches with our voices. Um, and that is becoming the reason that podcasts have come back for sure, because people want to listen to something on the way to the work, or they want to listen to something while they're sitting in their lazy chair. And they say, Alexa, play the one click Lindsay podcast. So yeah, I mean, why, why would you do it any other way if you can just start talking to an AI, artificial intelligent robot to get them to do everything you want them to do? But what is Alexa what? Yes, so just, Monty, like you are so educated. Yes. So okay. but this is not, I don't know about this. this I know, is, but here's the magic. Yeah, but okay. you know the foundation. You know, okay. I don't need to explain, I don't need to pull, I don't need to pull my Alexa dot over here and show you what it is. Okay, okay. take us there. So just for those who are listening, you have an Alexa and Google has Google Home and Apple has, uh, they only have like 1% market share at this point, but there's these home devices that, as Monty said, you can kind of boss around. Well, here's the thing is when I'm in, when I'm getting ready in the morning, because I have to go on Facebook live at eight o'clock. So I have to get ready. I say, is she on? She's not on, right? I'm just making sure Alexa's not going to, okay. I'm just going to make sure Alexa's is talking to us right now. I say, Alexa, play the news. And when she does that, then she will play. Then I have gone into the Alexa app and I said, play one click Lindsay, play, um, all, you know, play these three or four other providers of what's called the Alexa flash briefing. And then she maybe will play the New York times podcast, maybe a couple of other things. Now these flash briefings, they are, they're just like podcasts, but they're about, they're less than two minutes long. People hear your voice every single day. It's a lot like podcasting, but it's more powerful because it's every day. It's short and sweet. And guess how many flash briefings there are. There are about 5,500 that I looked for, which is None. It's, it's growing. It's growing very, very quickly. It's going to be a lot like podcasting. People are going to catch on because there's only 5,000. Now the two, the two customers that I have doing an Alexa flash briefing and you're a podcaster and your mind is going to be blown at these numbers. Um, within the first month they had over 12,000 downloads and what? the other one had, the other one had over 50,000 downloads in the, were in the, um, health niche. Like they oh. were a workout coach. Oh, Go to Alexa flash briefings. Okay. And you're saying anybody can, can put their Anyone can do it. It's here? just like podcasting. It's just so like basically what we're doing is we're moving from Alexa Facebook style to Alexa Twitter style. Yes. Yes. So instead of a long form or a podcast style, we're getting the 40 character version or the 240 yes. character version. And you hear it every single morning because you just set it up. Hey, Alexa, tell me the news. And she just plays everything that was scheduled. And it, there's only 5,000 out there. Now, my new business is smart. So it's not, I don't know when this podcast is released, but this website will be up next week. It's called mm -hmm. smartspeakerhub.com, smartspeakerhub.com. There you will find trainings on how to get your Alexa set up. And not only that is right now, it is such a baby on the cutting edge thing that you have to basically 
upload your two minute brief almost every day. So I've created a piece of software that will allow you to batch process these things. And <gasps> like you can batch process them over 60 days or whatever, because that's the only way you can get these things done. Go to Smart Speaker Hub. There'll be a webinar, watching a webinar next week. Anyway, I will take care of all of your Alexa needs smart flash briefing needs but going to smart speaker hub i know this is like totally off the beaten path but i'm telling you guys this is the hottest thing especially wow. for those who have podcasts monty i want to hear your alexa flash briefing okay I'm, i mean it's happening today i'm not just going to i'm going to do what you've told me to do in the past which is don't sit on no. your butt get off your butt get on your feet get your time blocks down and get yourself done <laughs> what would you what do you for ten thousand downloads i mean for crazy i don't even know honestly i know I go to smart speaker hub sorry smart oh, speaker hub. oh is it is that your site the smart that's speaker my, hub that's my site no no i was getting there you, you oh i'm you, sorry you, i'm you sorry it rained on my little promo. My mouth. you are not the host one click Okay. Good gosh, I'm can done. you tell I'm that done. she's the boss or what? <laughs> anyway, I don't even work for her yet. My, My poor husband. <laughs> so here's the thing. Alexa Flash Briefings is where you probably will find that you can actually do this yourself. But here's right. the thing. Why do it yourself when you can automate it? And guess who has already figured it out? Her name be One Click Lindsay. <laughs> and right now, it's going to be One Click Alexa Flash Briefings, okay? Yeah. And where you go to find that, and she has got this beautiful piece of software, I assume. that is And a webinar. Lots of trainings. Webinar, lots yes. of trainings. I mean, it's come on. Is she the best or is she the best? So you're going to go to smartspeakerhub.com. That's where you're going to find that tool. Can you tell us a little bit about the cost? Is it cost prohibitive or is it cost? No. It, um, so right now it's only speaking to Alexa, but within the next couple of weeks, it's also going to be handling the Google home and the Apple. And so you're going to be able to get on all of these devices with smart speaker hub. It's not quite there. Hubs Ian, who's the master programmer will have to get that finished, which he is. Okay. But it's, um, it's 24 95 a month. And we host your podcast, we host it, and we will make sure that it's time blocked, you can get training, like it's, it's, it's like amazing. Hosting. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Okay. So folks, I know we're up against a hard deadline. I know you'd like to hear more from One Click Lindsay. And honestly, you will come back, won't you? Like maybe a year from now or something yes. like that. Yes. And maybe yeah. like we can even plan it so you drop another one of these amazing little bombs on my audience, right? I saved it till the last 10 minutes when we have to go. <laughs> And so one click, Lindsay, thank you for, for being you. Um, thank you for Robin, Ian in the background and his, his tennis professional father. Um, <laughs> I'll go up to Springfield and get a couple of lessons. I think I might be past my prime to be an elite tennis player. Larry's pretty magical. I don't know. <laughs> he might be able to do it. <laughs> but um, best of luck to you and your kiddos. Best of luck to you in Oregon and the local businesses there that are benefiting. Um, just, just keep being you. Don't at all let your mindset get down because you are the one that, um, that I think a lot of people are going to be um, just really lining up behind to learn from for years to come. And I'm really excited that I get to be your friend. Awesome, Monty. It has been so much fun. Thank you so much. Absolutely. This has been the Your Genius Zone podcast. And uh, make sure you check out One Click Lindsay's stuff at trafficandleads.com. Uh, if you'd like to get a membership, it's trafficandleadsmembership.com. If you would like to be on the forefront of Alexa Flash briefings, it's smartspeakerhub.com. As you can hear, 
One Click Lindsay is definitely living within her genius zone, and we are grateful that she shared all these things with us today. We'll see you next time on the Your Genius Zone podcast. Thanks for joining us.